Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Ghost. Um, dear canons, dear faithful, it is getting very serious here because Lent is about to close and only seven days until Holy Week, the holiest of weeks in the liturgical calendar. We immediately notice that the statues of the saints here have been covered up, but especially the crucifix of the main altar. We also see that Christ the infant king hid himself away. We just listened to the gospel that our Lord hid himself from the Jews who had wanted to kill him. So too, do we hide the image of the cross from our external senses. For the day of the Lord's passion and death is about to take place. Dear faithful, have you ever tried to tell the truth to a group of people, yet felt so frustrated that people did not understand what you were talking about? Did people not believe what you said, were not fully convinced that you were serious? Then remember, dear souls, of our Lord Jesus Christ in today's gospel, when he affirms so clearly and with so much majesty the truth of his divinity to the Jewish people by uttering those same words, those holy words he said to Moses at the burning bush of ages past, I am who am. But unfortunately, this clear truth was not understood by them. Christ, who had led his chosen people through the desert for 40 years, fed them manna and quail, brought them to the land of Canaan, the land of milk and honey. Christ was given, instead of gratitude, was given the wooden cross by the same people he wanted to save. Christ who had done nothing wrong, as we read in all of the Gospels, that he was accused of being a Samaritan who believes in no afterlife, no eternity, accused of being a drunkard, as one who does not observe the Sabbath, as one who forbids paying any taxes to Caesar, and one who is possessed by the devil. Harsh words, which ordinary men would have a hard time not to get angry with if they were accused the same way. But by which Christ showed us another lesson of patience and humility, despite of all this adversity. He also never ceased during this time of trial to instruct and to enlighten minds with his most charitable heart, because he himself is charity, attempting 
to draw the Jews away from error and their blindness. Jesus thought only of the good of souls. And he said, If any man keep my word, he shall not see death forever. Proper translation is, He shall not taste death forever. He did not retaliate nor seek vengeance for all these false accusations, but simply continued to remain in the truth and quietly left the temple that was filled with the evil anger of the Jews. Let us meditate upon this and keep the lessons that our Lord gave to us. Let us strive to believe in Him, to remain more fervent in our prayers to Him, and remain faithful always to follow His will. Our Lord hid again because His hour has not yet come to save humanity once and for all. We will hear next week on Good Friday these words that our Lord has been attributed to say. And He said, O my people, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. These words should not simply go into one of our ears and go out the other. Because he not only asks the Hebrew people this question, but to all of us sitting here. Oh my people, what have I done to you? How have I offended you? Answer me. Let us try then to humbly answer Christ's question with an answer of St. Paul. St. Paul teaches from today's epistle that Christ, being the true high priest of the New Testament, through his precious blood on the altar of the cross, has indeed rendered perfect satisfaction for our sins, the sins which offend our Lord. But we must do our part by cooperating with Christ to make ourselves more capable of participating in his passion and merits to gain worthily the fruits of the redemption of Christ for all of humanity. So let us answer Christ by diligently and devoutly assisting in the holy sacrifice of the Mass through which the fruits of the cross are attributed to us. And let us answer Christ by taking these last two weeks before Easter, by purifying our conscience with true contrition for our faults and with a desire to go to confession. If we haven't done really a good resolution and to render some satisfaction for our sins during this Lent, it is never too late, my dear faithful. We still have, we are still in the Lenten time. And let us offer then these penances for our sins, for the sins of the world, so that being purged from these sins and these faults, these bad habits, right, we can be more light, lighter to be more faithful 
to follow Christ, to follow the spiritual things that will last forever instead of those things that will die here on earth with us. So that we can be more faithful to follow Christ on that path to Calvary, which we must all take, and thus increase in us acts of charity and of mercy to one another. The book of Psalms sings that the kings of the earth stood up and the princes rallied together against the Lord and against his Christ. The Jews in the temple rallied also against Christ. But let us learn today, not by rallying for the death of Christ, but let us rally for his resurrection. Let us stand as a shrine community to look forward to Easter and to the salvation that he has won victoriously for us. We are not Catholics of a dead Lord. Our Lord lives forever as he promises to each and every one of us. And even though Good Friday is coming up and one great example is that our mother, Mother Mary, has been so afflicted with so much pain and sorrow to see her only son give up his life for so many people. Maybe some might not even know him or may not accept the fruits of the redemption. Yet, even though she was so grievously sad and pained at the torture that was given to Christ, she still had that joy in her heart to know that this was not all in vain. And so, therefore, too, as Catholics, as followers of Christ, that we should also have this spiritual joy that is contained in us. Because we know that Lent is not just for Lent, but it is to prepare for us the resurrection of Christ. The resurrection also of our soul, God willing, that we rise also to be in eternity with God. So if today, my dear faithful, we hear God's voice, let us not harden our hearts. And God gently invites us to hear His word, His call for holiness, and let us prepare ourselves to hear it with the attention it deserves. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.